about January 1st at midnight is the look on the guy at Walmart's face when it's 12 one you're like, I want to pick Let's go, let's go. Do you really shoot the, shoot the halibut once you get him close to the surface? We just shoot the halibut every Thursday. Fellas, get back in that current. I hate That's alright. I hate me too, but it's okay, right? <laughs> like a really fat branch, definitely. <laughs> Should we just fast forward to the part where I say, so you got skunked? <laughs> I have a yeah. question for you. So, you came to yeah. the right place, but no, I listen. <laughs> and we are back. You are listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. Podcast. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You can, can trust, trust them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are smack dab in the current, boys. Mm. I got a special treat for you guys. Let's see how this goes. What I'm Ryan. You? Who do I got with me tonight? What did you do? Dylan. Jared. I'm Will. And it's Buggy. Oh, Dylan and Jared. I heard some new names in there. What? Actually, Dylan's not a brand new name for any of our loyal listeners. You guys may You have to be pretty that. loyal. Oh, yeah. Because it's been a while, bro. That goes bro. back. That goes back. <laughs> but actually sitting in the current with us tonight. Do you guys feel how nice that current it, feels? Yeah, by yeah, it's nice. Ooh, it's ooh, Pennsylvania ooh, hot spring. Yeah. <laughs> it is glorious. But we've got Dylan Horst and Jared Garman in studio with us tonight. These guys are here. Welcome, boys. It's been hey, a while. Hey. It's been a while. They're here nice. from hunt camp. What? And I don't just mean like their hunt camp or our hunt camp. Well, I mean it's everyone's now. Hunt camp. We're mm-hmm. you guys are giving it to the everyone, right? Oh yeah, it's, it's it, planned. Everyone's invited. Like everybody's to hunt invited. Camp. It's like Come an open up. invite Come to hunt, hunt camp. Love Come on it. up. Love it. You guys probably will recognize Dylan, the name and the voice from uh, the episode we did where we were talking about Seven One Seven Outdoors. Yeah, they've like recently rebranded. It's now Hunt Camp. But wait. We are going to talk about that a little bit later because I've got something special for these guys. So they're probably going to be joining us for a Sonic Campfire coming up. If anyone deserves an entire episode devoted to them. It's it's, going to be Hunt Camp. It's going to be the Hunt Camp. That's like some foreshadowing. You know it. It is foreshadowing, Bucky. Yeah. Before we get to all this stuff that we want to get into. I'm sorry. I'm rolling too fast. This has been a crazy week, so I can't wait to jump into it. Yeah. Ryan, tell us about this month's sponsor. I'll tell you about this month's sponsor. Tell me. This month's episodes are brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC Lubes were designed and developed to protect and lubricate your firearms, your bows, your tree stands, heck, all your outdoor equipment. What about fishing rods? Absolutely fishing rods, Stevie. You know it. No way. You know it. Even knives? You can use it on all your knives, Bucky. The ones you made and the ones you bought. Guys, I'm telling you, this stuff was originally designed to use an automotive undercoating. Now, don't get more corrosive than that. I heard that. That's true. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Does it leave a film or residue? Absolutely not, Brian. No film, no residue. This stuff isn't going to harm the bluing on your firearms, any other kind of finish you got on any of your other outdoor products. This stuff is the ticket. And what? now wait. I bet it freezes. It does not freeze, Bucky. What? But there's one more thing I got to tell you about. This stuff will also act as a cover scent. You got how many, me. How many times have you ever taken a well-protected and lubricated piece of equipment in the outdoors? It stinks, boys. It yes, stinks. It does. Not this stuff. They got the earth and the pine cover scent mixed right into the lubricant. Wow. They come on of everything. That's right, guys. Make sure you head on over to pfcoutdoors.com. Check out everything they got going on over there. Pick up some of that lube. It's the ticket. <laughs> Love me that PFC lube. How about it? Get you some of that stuff. Did you guys ever try that? Yeah, not. did not. I'll tell you what. They've got earth and pine, like I said. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Don't try to use it for mouthwash, guys. And <laughs> Bucky is proof positive that that yeah. doesn't work. So yeah, good. No, it doesn't work. But protects lubes and helps as a cover scent. Ooh. It's hard to beat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. Very cool. Guys. Bucky. What's everybody been up to? You know, I'm just going to throw this out there. Were you hunting? 
PA archery season opened up statewide, Bucky. We got to get loud for a minute. We are here. We're in. Oh, it. We're, now we're we're excited, but I mean, well, there's the, some of us. That the hard camp boys have been hunting for like a month. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it feels like it. It feels like. <laughs> but it. unlike other Rutten River Pursuits podcast panel members, yeah, also hunting for a while. I don't think these guys let something pass already, though. Is that right? That's what I'm hearing. So you guys. You guys over at the hunt camp, you don't celebrate Passover? Yeah, because we've been celebrating Passover. I, when I heard that for the first time, again, like, you know what I mean? So it happened on the podcast, and yeah. then I heard it again. I peed, still, I peed myself. I was on my way to work, yeah. listening to it, and a little pee came out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just thought that was hilarious. We got a whole a whole whack of looky There's a rash of guys that are just... Waiting for whatever, mm-hmm. the, the, a big buck or nanny, whatever, and then and they uh. just and and they're sending me <laughs> self-filmed footage. I'm sure you get it all the time because yep. you guys are you know into the filming stuff. Um, we they just they're sending me this footage and it's just deer under their stand. I don't know. Like, what that was one's, that? That one's mean, ears are different sizes. Close. I mean, so close. You could jump on them you, with a spear. I can't believe you. What the, you know, like it just. Check your eggs, Bucky. You actually can't. Sorry. On, I said like you could. Oh, okay. I got you. Just check those eggs. Yeah. Check, check your eggs. <laughs> See, you guys aren't, uh, you're not wasting any time, right? We try not to. Yeah. I mean, this guy didn't. I might have. I was lucky. I was lucky. And I don't pass too much. It just happened. It was it was a good one, the first one I saw. Is that right? You laid the smack down on something? I did. What'd you get? Ten you know point. what? I don't want to hear about it. No. Right, I no. no, it just makes you mad. We'll talk it's, about I have a feeling we'll hear about yeah. this later. Teaser. <laughs> I'm just kidding a little bit, but congratulations. That's, yeah, that's a fantastic thing. And I will spoil or rip down a wall anyway. Yeah. Tune in to the Sonic Campfire because you'll hear a lot about that story. It's 144. Stuff. <laughs> 144. Excuse me. Sorry. Pennsylvania, but... Uh, it's seasonal allergies. <laughs> I wish I'd get some seasonal allergies like that. Sneezinal. Yeah. Let me just say, I'm going to try to go do some scouting this weekend. Yeah. Because apparently that's the way to get her done. Sometimes yeah. it pays off, right? <laughs> Dylan, what are you passing on? You... What did you, it, you did I pass. did pass one on Saturday, and I hate to admit that. A doe or a buck? A buck. Really? It was just a little, little eight point. You watch Very too little. much TV. <laughs> I know, but if I shot it, man, I was just going to get ragged on by so many people. <laughs> you tell me who they are, I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. One of them is right here. When whoa, he shoots whoa, whoa, like whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I'm He's glad wrong. I got your name wrong 30 times yeah, tonight. Yeah. Have you seen some of the buck I shot? Yeah, but they, this was smaller. I mean, this would have classified as a doe almost. <laughs> it's legal, though. It was legal. It yeah. was legal. And he was close. I was tempted. But it's early, so I held back. I mean, yeah. it, when you have other buck there that are bigger, it makes that's, it a little bit thing. more I, I get it. I just, I'm, when not, it, I'm not there. When it God. comes to, to buck, yeah, especially if you're in an area I won't necessarily say your own property but if you're in an area where maybe you have been running cameras and you got a pretty good idea of the inventory mm-hmm. you know the caliber of deer in there if it is that you know if it's a smaller buck and you know there's a bigger buck in the area and you're going to probably get a chance at something bigger I have no problem passing you know and and of course every deer is a trophy to the person that takes it so if if you choose to pass that's fine too yeah. we're yeah. just going to give you a hard time oh no, no I, I, I get it, like the, everybody that's the best part about this is yeah you, it's you, the you ribbon know, it's it is it, it's that's the hunt camp you know kind of stuff that i'm used to and i'm sure you guys indulge in at times mm-hmm. but like you, i'm not going to be embarrassed like i get five upwards you know two to five opportunities a year to really truly get a deer and i just i can't abide a a legal buck passing me you shan't allow it i shan't allow it (laughs) (laughs) he has the uh what was that monty python the knight 
<laughs> None shall pass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I had, uh, I personally had on Saturday, I got, we, Bucky and I did our first sit up on the mountain. And that was the statewide opener this past Saturday. Yeah. Statewide opener. You ain't kidding. Did you guys pull a full day set? You were talking about doing that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Holy buckets. I, I just, I, I hundred percent. Like I was yeah. so ready because you know, like when Fools. you get these boys that get to hunt a month and a half before we do, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's just, it, I was just jonesing and yeah. our trail camera pictures, like I said in the past, like yeah, did there say. wasn't. We were ready. It wasn't a morning stand. It wasn't an evening stand. There was like pictures at two o'clock. Yeah. You know, pictures at 10 o'clock. Like where, right. How do you, you have to sit, you know I mean? If you want, at least where I'm kind of doing it, um, they have kind of settled down. Now I have way more pictures in the morning at my stand and they're, they're using the same path in as they, as they're going out. And, but when they're coming out, it's at dark. Like it literally is like, I had them, I was ready to like start to pack up mm-hmm. and like clockwork there, you know, here they come again. <laughs> and I sat the whole day, but it's amazing how they seem like they catch on. I mean, the first week or so down where I hunt, I mean, I had a buck, nice, really nice buck at 1130 in the morning. Yeah. And it's 80 to five degrees. And then, you know, buck coming out last hour, hour and a half before dark. Mm-hmm. And it seems like once I started hunting the farm in this past week, it's like, it just, they just appeared. Like they knew something was up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like midday, a big, you know, 130 inch deer walking by at 1130 and 85, 90 degree weather when everybody's like, ah, oh, it's too hot to go out. It's like, <laughs> there he is yeah. walking right past <laughs> my stand that well, I wasn't still, in. They still walk in the hot. Yeah. You know, right. we, we make this whole thing and, and we made this whole thing about coming up into Saturday, how drastic of a weather change it was. And, mm-hmm. it, and don't get me wrong. I've said this before. It worked in our favor. But when you're hunting deer, you need everything and luck working in your favor to harvest. Yeah. It, you ain't kidding. You know, so my so I got the draw. Speaking of luck or not so right, lucky, right? I got the draw on a buck, and is this in the morning? It's one of the ones we, you know, anybody would be happy to. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's one forty four. So <laughs> don't you just sit there? I would we'll be get, happy. We'll get the I tape on happy. it later. Yeah. yeah, you just you just sit there with your high horse, you know, feeling all lucky and all that. Like, but it was a nice buck for me and um probably anybody around the table it was a decent buck but and he was within bow range and he found every stick every branch huh. you know it just as he skirted me and i had they have an amazing knack don't they yeah I had it's it's two impressive. opportunities or whatever and i thought you know i stood there and i was drawn for i can't tell you like I was just holding about forty minutes, probably at least forty. <laughs> Felt <minutes>. like it. <laughs> I mean, but it was holding it forever, and it to the point where I'm like, "Am I really going to be effective?" If did I did, you start doing the big figure eight <laughs> with your pen. No, I was ho- I was holding it away from my face. You guys laugh because you know what I'm talking oh, about. I right? yeah, exactly I'm what you're talking there. about. I wasn't. He was not even in a place like well, I just couldn't let down because he was so close. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, you know, am I really going to be effective if I if I bring it up and, and start to aim? So, you know, I did make it down without anybody getting crazy or spooking. Um, lucky in that respect. Um, and they just kind of filtered by me. But he found every branch, every... And I, I there was at least two opportunities that if he would have came any other way than what he did you know we might have been sitting here you know comparing our big bucks you know, there you so. go. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the morning well that was in the morning yeah it was like a 720 or something like that you know but uh he he did the same uh three three bucks came up through oh another thing that i found out i need to say this like if you're in the woods and it's like you know normal wood noise you know you hear the squirrel you hear that you hear birds um if you hear a 
that's a buck. Like these three bucks, they're two little guys and this other decent buck. You know, not a huge buck, but a decent buck. We're just a wrecking crew, just rubbing on everything. Like they were like smacking branches and limbs, yeah, and and just flickering them. You know what I mean? And that was lit like one of the first times I've ever heard that, where it was just like, and then at night I started hearing it again, and I'm like, you know, come. I'm like, oh, I didn't associate it with a deer until they after, came back through that. and I put it together from the stuff I heard this morning to the time that I heard it. it's that second time it was like oh my gosh why did I not think that that, that that's a buck you know they aren't gonna do that but that you know that that really fast like tuning fork of a branch like is that a pre-rut type of activity that doesn't have that that's a signal that it's about I think it's like the boys are it could be like the boys are back in town or it could be like they're still in the mindset of clearing the velvet okay it's yeah it's it actually starts to become one thing from the other obviously they're they're rubbing the horns to help shed that velvet apparently it itches or something they say but right now especially if you saw three of those buck together right now is when those bachelor groups start breaking up and they start marking their territory, and they they do that by the rubbing. And it, we talked about our, this the yeah, other week with the when do you know the orbital glands and yeah. stuff that they're rubbing, and they're hitting that stuff on the licking branches. There's a gland at the base of the antler, so when they're they're rubbing, they're marking their territory. So as these little basher groups start to break up, that's where you're seeing a lot of this sign come. Is from. is that the time? Is that what I'm looking for? Is when you start, you don't see these groups of buck running together anymore that's when you know the rut is about to to happen how, how do no. i know it's and i'm not a biologist so i'm not going to tell you when the rut will start but i can tell you most of it's anecdotal but i've watched a lot of uh videos read a lot of articles stayed and i stayed at holiday inn express last night that's nice <laughs> that's helpful <laughs> um there there are sequences of events in the entire process yeah they lead up to but the buck in the, the late part of the summer early part of the fall will be in bachelor groups mm-hmm. and those bachelor groups start to break up they start marking their territory that's when the next thing you know you start seeing some sparring happening and then those sparrings turn into full-blown fights it happens and they'll in, start nudging the does around a little bit yeah it happens in the buck group and it happens in the doe group the does will kind of like call their little you know situation too like they'll take off the button buck oh yeah the yearling yearling buck from the because they don't want them before. you know kind of hitting their sisters yeah. right you yeah, know doing some weird stuff there sort of like you know what happened with bucky and hey hey i'm adopted in the family too well so. but that's why you live they in pennsylvania now instead of missouri genetic line do you guys know he got chased out of missouri for that i figured it was something like that <laughs> makes sense <laughs> makes right sense, makes sense. Yeah. i didn't get chased out of missouri these these maybe lines illinois are... but not missouri <laughs> <laughs> makes sense but uh so but that's you know a lot of times too like i've had this happen in the past you know where you see a deer come by and it's you know you think it's a doe and it's really a button buck because he's lonely and you know he looking for love he needs to be in my freezer too but it's so hard (laughs) to to that i think is the hardest deer to take is a button buck you know because it's just so much potential you know whatever and oh now I will argue really to the nth degree that I have no problem with anybody passing button buck. Like oh, pass I will pass yeah. a button buck every single time if I can identify if it. You as can, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't hard- I wouldn't let you give Pikarowski a hard time about passing button buck. No. Like and I love to give Pikarowski a hard that's time. That's what I'm saying. That's the hardest buck for me yeah. to take is a button buck. But like You'll do it. A legal <laughs> buck, <laughs> if I have to. No, and I have, and I've learned a lesson. You know what I mean? That lone deer is probably a button buck because he hasn't established himself in the 
fuck group yet. You know, the dudes, he's not hanging out with all the bros. Um, and he's not cool enough for mom and his sisters. It's like Hunter in our group. Yeah. The silent intern. The silent intern. Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. Breaking he's, his, now he's I our can button button understand button. him a little bit more though. He's our button button. Yeah. We explained his existence. My 15 year old son has just, he doesn't quite fit in with the big boys yet, but the girls don't like him. Either. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting there. He's getting, makes sense. Yeah, no, he is getting there. He's good at fishing. Like he is solid fisherman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a killer too. He is. He tagged out last year. Yeah. There you go. I like to think that's why I've been having trouble filling some of my tags. Because I'm putting him in the good spots. Yeah, you're too close to him. You got to pass Saturday. We got to start pushing him off like a button. But this past Saturday was no exception. He um, he gave one a haircut. Did he really? Yeah. Oh. Somehow that was still my fault. You guys, <laughs> That's always dad. You guys explain this to me, but um, and I say he gave him a haircut just because that's an expression that we would all understand. But the reality was, is I don't, I don't know what he did. We found the arrow clean. What you would have thought he it just came out of the quiver, really. But prior to finding the arrow, he found three or four of the smallest drops of blood I've ever seen. And I don't know. I'm colorblind. It's rods and cones. I don't know if you guys are aware. Yeah, you guys. Um, uh, you guys got all your rods and cones. Are you guys tagged? colorblind at all? We are no. not. I mean, do I'm, you have anybody? I'm not, I don't anybody know you in your are. group that is Evan? No, he's just blind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think any of us are actually. Not count your know. count your blessings because I can tell you with much certainty. Like I'm not severely colorblind. My brother is like pretty much seeing black and white the way I understand it. Wow. Um, I'm not that bad. Do you have walleye vision? <laughs> yeah, that's what they- <laughs> um, I'm not nearly that bad, but blood trailing a, a, a wounded deer is difficult Man. for me. Like I'm moving real slow. Gloves are off because I have to touch every little, off. every little maple leaf that has apparently their brown dots that yellow maple leaf color that has the little dots on mm-hmm. it, that just looks like a blood-splattered leaf to me. And everybody else will walk right by, and I'm picking up like, look at this! We got her! <laughs> yeah, buddy! Oh, none of that comes off on my finger. That's lung. <laughs> look at the bubbles in it. Nope. No, it isn't. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's caterpillar. He track. found three or four <laughs> drops of blood, and I actually touched it and, and it did come off on my finger. I'm like, oh, okay. That is blood. So we start down a trail. And then he says, he's up ahead of me because he can see the blood a lot better. He goes, found my arrow. And I'm like, okay, good. Now I can help because we'll be able to use the arrow. I can look at the arrow. I can look for the bubbles in the blood. I can smell the arrow. Like there's ways I can help him now because I'm useless looking for blood drops. It's clean. It's Hmm. like he just pulled it out of his quiver clean. Yeah, like you just... And I'm like, how? Trimmed it. Doesn't make any sense. So we're trying to replay it. And it's dark, so we can't see where the stand is to really get a good idea of the angle. Um, But basically, my theory, he really doesn't like it. He shot low on the doe, and she was on the edge of a a creek bank. He shot low, skipped a rock up into her nose, gave her bloody nose, and uh, she took off running. (laughs) (laughs) That's my theory that I'm sticking with. But yeah, he... Whatever he did, it was barely a scratch. But the good news is that there was an immortally wounded deer somewhere. We found the arrow. It's clean. You know, just one of those deals. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's the best case scenario. Yeah, literally. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He was a little bummed out when we couldn't find anything. But Ooh, I'm deer. I'm bummed <laughs> out. <laughs> Bless he, your heart. He, he got a little better. Yeah. No, that's that is awesome. It's the best case scenario. Like yep. honestly, if you if you're gonna shoot and you miss, that everyone walks away. It's yeah. wonderful. But yeah. I, I opened up the story by saying somehow this was my fault. He actually said to me as we're walking back to the truck, "You should have made me shoot more at forty yards." <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry. Like, uh, I guess did you just punch him in the face right then? I, I, I literally, my son. I, I thought about, except he's a foot taller. Yeah, than you could have mandible clawed him right there and been okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure we've all been there. I'm sure I blamed things on my dad that <laughs> had nothing to do with him. 
I blame a, that's a teenage boy. My though. dad passed away like two years ago, coming up, and I, st- You're I still blame, blame him I blame him for everything I do wrong now. <laughs> you <laughs> can't say anything. <laughs> that is a liberating fact when you do. Yeah, you know, yeah. lose your folks. Like when I lost both mine. This is off a tangent. I, I just who's gonna. Who are you going to tell on me now? You know, like, oh, they're both dead. You know, like, I'm sorry. Like, it, it is. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's independence. Yeah, I can be a screwball all you want. Nobody's going to tell on Well, good news. You're nailing it. You're bud. making him proud, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no, it's true, though. But, like, I, you can blame. Yeah, it, that's unfortunate. As if the, you know, he can't fight back. But the bottom line is you're going to be blamed for whatever. Absolutely. And for the most part, he's a good dude. So, yeah. It's easy to take. Do you know what I love best about this time of year? What's that? Besides the fact that archery season's open, pumpkin spice. You can still <laughs> wet wade in some of the creeks. I see. So hate me, Will. I'm sorry. I do, but I hate you. And uh, yeah. I'm with them too right now. But I love you. So were you hard. creek hopping or yeah? Or where? So the deal was um, Tuesday <laughs> night. Dad, if I miss a deer, will you take me? No, he wasn't alone. Really? He was at soccer practice. Tuesday <laughs> night, the kids all had uh, sports after school. Was this Ryan's quiet time? Pretty much. Right. <laughs> Pretty much what Therapy. it was. Uh, I knew I didn't have enough time to actually get any hunting in. Obviously, hunting in the evenings is a little bit tricky with folks that are working full-time jobs because it gets starting to get dark sooner. Yes. Um, Truth. I think, I think at this point, just barely after 7 p.m., um, sunsets before seven at this point so just a little after seven is legal shooting light um so dropped my daughter off at soccer practice Mm -hmm. had about an hour creek that i've been catching a lot of small mouth it's right there what do we call them veloci bastards veloci Veloci bastards and um rock bass they're native bass they really are do you Um, guys fish in like any kind of creeks where you get the little bass the little rock, not the rock. Bass. They're not rock bass. They look like smallmouth, but they're like, you know, rock bass have the red right, eye and right. they're like kind of fat, but they're short. Yeah, these guys are like longer bass looking deals, but none of them, none of them have size. But they're so aggressive, like they're just stupid aggressive. So we nicknamed them these. They're, you know, we've been, well, first of all, we've been calling them native, you know, just to kind of right. give them the, yeah. the cred that, that <laughs> trout get, you know. But native the, bass. These natives, but uh, we call them the Velocibasters. And, uh, boy, they are just, they are so much fun to catch. They really are. And the day I took you, Will, to this section of creek, um, we talked about, I told you about how I caught, like, 40 or 50 in the half hour 45 minutes I was there and we did yes. good but we weren't catching Not numbers like numbers, that no. um, this was even better than the day I told you about sure I had an hour and to not I wouldn't be exaggerating if I caught 75 fish every time I'd cast out it's just a little paddle tail deal on an 8 ounce jig yeah and every time I'd pull it back boom boom just if you knock, yeah, you thing. knock that jig head off a rock near it, they just go nuts. And, and I, that it's not a. You thing. You know the craziest part? That many fish that I caught. How many were bluegill? Ask me. How many were bluegill? zero? Will not All a those single little one. bass. <laughs> Everyone was one of our little velocity bastards, or a smallmouth, yeah. or a rock bass. Yeah. Not a fall fish in sight. Nothing. Or. Or panfish of any type, and it, you don't know if Logan has been there. I suppose not, based on the numbers. No, I mean like, well, he would be pulling those panfish out. Oh, well, that could be. So we can we know a guy who mm-hmm. loves to catfish, mm-hmm. and so we're suspect that he's decimating the bluegill population <laughs> in all the local creeks, <laughs> pumpkin seeds. <laughs> Pumpkin seed is now a 
extinct species. Some of these waters, yeah. He's just a the dude doesn't know how to not fish. Like he's a he's a killer when it comes to fishing. But there's there is nothing better, in my opinion, than ultralight tackle on the creek mm-hmm. and you're fighting these little little creek monsters. I have my drag set back so that if I actually went in my back cast too far it would start to pull out. <laughs> it get the other, but other way. man, you wing that out there and you go to set the hook and it's like zzzz, and it's just No way. Oh. It was so much fun. It'd be like a tuna like a wicked tuna. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. I had Rottweilers barking behind me. <laughs> TJ was yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. That was his name, right? The captain, yeah. TJ. Wow. I got it right. I nailed it. It's awesome. No, that, that's fun. And I'm glad you time. got out. Were you 100, you were just wet wading? Your yeah, it was really cold, though. Really? Yep. Still are, only about knee deep. Are leaves falling yet? Absolutely. Creek was littered with them. Yeah. Not as bad yet, though, I don't think. You know, from being out in the woods. Were you out? I've been out in the woods a few times, not in creeks like Ryan has. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of green still up there, and I, w- I would say majority of the leaves in this region are still in the trees. They oh, have yeah. not fallen. I we, think we're going to have one of those, um, one of those falls where they go from green to on the ground. We're yeah, not going to get a, a lot of crazy colors because of how dry it's been. Yeah. But, was, but we haven't had a frost yet either. I was driving through sure. Western PA, like last. Leanne and I went out to see Phil Collins. That's right. And uh, did you su- su- see him? Yes, see I did. There, I did in the studios. <laughs> um, it was a great concert, but uh, coming over the mountain around Somerset when it's cooled, you know, what I mean, up in the mountain, mm-hmm. it the leaves are changing. Like they're starting to change there, so it is it's not that somewhere. far okay. away. Yeah, from here, it there's is, times they are changing, <laughs> as Bob Dylan said. Well, and Rick. I know Bucky said that we did not have a frost yet, but Saturday morning, you know, open day that statewide season where I went, I had to walk up a little bit of a grade through some standing corn. And they weren't beans on this field. I don't know what it was. It was just some kind of brush field, overgrown horse pasture or something. Um, there was some frost. C- the CRPs. Some, it was something, but it's only shin, shin deep. <laughs> uh, but there was some kind of something going on. It was, it was cold Saturday. It was That's definitely it was. cold. I was thinking to myself, you know, the last couple of years, I, I've had the carbon bows. Right. And this year I don't. And Did you tell the difference in the temperature of the, <laughs> I was like, the riser? <laughs> well, I was making fun of myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, Randy doesn't, you know, he's got that bow mitt, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need a bow mitt. That's crazy. And um, just, I, I got, my hand got, got a, a little, little cold on this aluminum riser. And I was thinking about Randy the whole time. So... You know what? There's it's a thing. I, I do like the the bow mitt is a thing. Um, I, I feel it for the first time. And yeah. I've had carbon bows for I don't know the last four years or something like that. So, and that's pretty crazy that the what was it the fifth of October? Well, yeah, October fifth. It was like ninety degrees. Yeah, and then all of a sudden in like two or three days, it's you know 40s. you need a bow mitt. That's crazy. <laughs> I was thinking about the bow mitt, but now like, this is this is a question for Hunt Camp. Um. When you guys are in your set, do you have the bow hanging up in your lap, in your hand, like thirty foot high? <laughs> when you're thirty foot up in the tree, hanging. How are you? How are you prepped? You're oh, just, it's just hanging. hanging, hanging, and then when I see a deer, it's I'm grabbing it right away. You're yeah. the same. Yeah, pretty much. Once you see a deer, I just just in case. I think some of that might have to do with filming. You you may need to have both hands. You know, ready to roll it's, to, it's to do something. I, actually, I, I hang mine, but I know there's guys like Will, like it's in his hand. Sometimes. Yeah. And like roll. for me, like I used to have, you know, the wrist strap for my release. Yeah. And I switched to the thumb. Oh. And I just clipped that right on my bow. And for self-filming, it's just a difference maker. My hand's free. I don't have to worry about it 
hitting the bow or hit my camera when I'm trying to move it and yeah. clinking on stuff. I can just hold my bow and move my camera and when I get set, just grab my bow and draw back where instead of trying to clip back on, it's What nice. do you use in the film? Like, uh, what's your set? For filming? Uh, you know, we run usually for camera arms, uh, fourth arrow, and I actually have a muddy arm and, yeah. you know, they're both equally just as good. I don't sure. think... Either we have, one. I think, we have a couple of muddies, and Deke mm-hmm. has the fourth arrow. Yeah, I wouldn't say either are, are better than the other one. I think they're both pretty much. I think Muddy's kind of s- stayed with the Look. same arm for the sure. last couple of years. Super stable. Su- yeah, very yeah. stable. Where Muddy's more of that, you know, they're focused on their blinds and other stuff. Where fourth arrow, they're kind of basically just making camera arms, and I think, I think eventually they'll pass Muddy because that's yeah. what they're focused on, and they're building a better quality arm so that's what we run and then camera wise you know i'm usually running sony mirrorless cameras i really like that nice Actually, the quality the low light all that kind of stuff and then uh you know what lenses what lenses i, I have pretty much all sony lenses and my main lens that i film with i have a 100 to a 400 really uh, i just love it it's you know if a deer is in close it definitely gets a little bit tight but um, I can reach out pretty far. Yeah. A deer that's 150 yards out, I can zoom in pretty good. Um, it definitely makes it a little bit more tougher to self-film with. Is it a heavy lens? It is pretty heavy. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely pretty heavy. And that's where, when you have this fourth arrow and the money arms, once you start to get them fully expanded, you know, they start to lean a little bit. Really? But, and then, you know, usually we run... You know, we all kind of started running GoPros, and you know maybe the quality is not as good as your Which DS. GoPros you got? Most of us have like a GoPro four or five. Yeah, I don't know that anybody has anything newer than that. Yeah. Um, some guys have the Cube style, which this, is this little cube. Yeah, uh, I, I don't like this, and, and you have for an them. older guy, I, the reason why is I don't have the display on the back. Yeah, uh, yeah. To see, and and uh, maybe it's an age thing. The session, session. Yep. That's Not what it is. I, I don't have that, and I can't. Bucky thought it was sachet. <laughs> Whatever. It, it just is not for me. I can't use it. I'm. It's. Well, I can't. You don't always know how much you want for recording, it. or right. You don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in the view. You don't know if I, it's I, seeing what you need to see. Exactly. And I. Yep. How much do you want for it? Fifty bucks. What? Fifty. Fifty-one. Fifty-two, three. I'll just keep it. <laughs> Sixty for if that's all you guys want. We're gonna just get keep two. it and just use it for background. Photos. Just get the GoPro app and put that on your phone, and then you, you can you, then just, you can see it. You just yeah, he's true. got a flip phone. I need to talk. To you. I probably you know what? You know what? One of those next tell. Bucky is. I mean, I think I'm on a six. Come on, guys. Maybe an eight. Next tell six. No, an iPhone six. He has threatened to cut me down here in the studio, so I'm just saying he'll stick something. And I love him, and I like this guy. So what will I do with you? you So far, but no, guys. Um, Good point. I'm not on a flip phone. I think. What Jared just said is probably better for me, you know. So, you know, I will upgrade. I hate that. Do it. Because I don't know what's going on. What what audio do you guys run? For me, uh, I think, or most of us, we have those Rode mics that we yeah. plug in. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, they're just simple, quick, and easy. Um, Lavalier. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we have are they wireless or no they're no. not yeah they just plug right into the fine. camera yep. yeah. sit on top and I think for anybody it's probably just the simplest route and gets good quality audio I have a set of uh, or wireless mics that you can put on a guy or whatever but if you're in a tree stand two just, dudes it, yeah two dudes yeah. and it just seems like if you're in a tree stand they're just you, you, you don't really need them and uh, if a guy's kind of doing a spot and stalk they're really nice because the cameraman can hear exactly what he's saying even if he's 30 yards away that's true so that's nice how often do you spot and stalk in PA in PA I don't know that we've ever really I have done it once or twice with Kyle we don't plan on it Let's we don't just plan say on that. it it's yeah. kind of you're sitting <laughs> in a tree stand you see a buck chasing a doe out in the field and it's like alright I gotta make a move I gotta get down and do something yeah. otherwise it's gonna get dark and I'm not gonna have a shot and I've, I've done it for turkey I've never done it for deer okay. I think this year we've talked with, you know he's out but which is perfect so yeah. it works but really well for you yeah, yeah, get all <laughs> the advice you can now yeah there's so many times when you're sitting in a tree stand and 
there's only so much you can control or, or try to do. And it's like, man, I just, sometimes you just want to get on the ground and try to make things happen for yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, play the wind or make a move and try to cut a deer off. And I feel like it it would be a fun chess game instead of just sitting in the tree stand, just, all right, I pray it goes past. The (laughs) only time I've actually pulled off a spot and stalk successfully in Pennsylvania is with a rifle. I feel like it's cheating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would gladly do that with a rifle. Yeah. It's fun, but there's something about say, with a I don't bow, know yeah. if in Pennsylvania if that's cheating. I mean, that might equal the <laughs> plain field. That's just Pennsylvania, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's just what we in do. Pennsylvania, you might need to get the but rifle. But you get in, to- you get into the second week of firearm season in Pennsylvania, and those woods just go. They stall. You know oh, what I mean? A lot less hunters are out there. And those deer are just in complete lockdown mode. Yeah, in yeah. some parts of the state, like where we go up upstate, um, they've had a week of bear pressure mm-hmm. where they got pushed all over the mountain and a week of rifle season uh, for, for deer. It's like, boom, you got to step on them to get them to move. So in that scenario, if I get a fresh snow or a wet, rainy day, I'll use the wind to my face and I'll just walk through and I'll take three steps, look around for four or five minutes. Take two or three steps, find a tree to lean against, you take look around for a little off. while. There's no need for a Mohican sneaking <laughs> going on at that point, but it's too cold and I'm standing still too long. I'm not covering a lot of ground. I hear you. But I'm covering more ground than if I just that stood up sense. in a tree stand. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. But I'll, I'll only do it if it's wet. If it's crunchy, forget about it. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. up north where we hunt, by the second day, there's guys are out of the woods. Yep. And, you know, our camp, like, I've grown up doing deer drives and I know that's not always, you know, looked upon positively from other people, but you know, it's something I've done and I love it. And it's, I love a deer drive thing that it's can be irritating is even the guys that aren't really big time hunters, it kind of just levels a playing field for everybody when you're doing deer drives, but there are blasts and we've gone in areas where you run into guys sitting and they're like, I ain't going to see anything. I haven't seen a deer in here all day. And we'll push a drive through there and we'll get two or three buck out. And that's sometimes how you have to do it in PA woods when these deer are locked down and Mm -hmm. you got to get them moving, you know? No, you're absolutely right. And I know for me, it's, it's a love hate thing. I grew up, like I said, in Tioga County at my uncle's farm, we'd sit for the first two hours of the day and then we put on drives till dark. Um, And then I went and hunted in an area where my dad was from in like the cold counties and um sunrise to sunset we're putting on drives and now i'm in an area where we don't do it yeah and what's happening now is there's a smaller group of people that are going hunting and i've got stands set up for us and stuff so it's like i'm actually relying on these other groups to come out and push and we're just outside of state college with this cabin and a lot of amish in the area I love nothing more when I hear those bugles go off about an hour and a half after sun, sunrise. And I'm in the stand. I'm like, man, nothing's moving. And I just hear off in the distance. Like, burr, burr. like ooh, there's come. a drive coming. Yep. You know, and I'll, I'll hop on the radio. I'm like, I don't know if anybody heard that. There's drive coming through. Hang tight. Yep. Nobody leave the stand yet. Yeah, I mean, it, it can definitely be frowned upon. And I know for me, like, if I didn't grow up like that, I would maybe look at it and go, that's ah, kind of a cheap way to hunt. But you know, when you grow up doing it all your life, it's a blast. And I, I di- love it. I disagree in the fact that it's a cheap way to hunt yeah. because I can tell you until I was probably 17 or 18 years old, when I started thinking about maybe archery hunting, I didn't see a deer in the woods that wasn't at a full out run. And I sure didn't shoot at one that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Now to toot my own horn. Toot toot. Um, never missed a deer either but we used to practice we, yeah. we wedge a board in an old tractor tire and roll it down the hill with the, with the target on it we would shoot and practice at a moving target so unless you're doing that you probably i wouldn't I, I would, yeah I, do, I don't know i yeah i missed plenty of deer that yeah. one, you know? but it, it, it's really really good practice I never if had you practice. are going to be in a situation where you're putting on deer drives it ain't a bad idea to figure out a way to safely practice shooting at a moving target. Yeah. I, I typically won't take that shot. I just don't. Like, it's not, you know. Well, then you wouldn't have killed a deer up a mile no, farm. <laughs> I get it. And, and that, that's how we hunted, you know. But um, I, I, 
typically wouldn't take that running shot. It's just yeah. too high, you know, high risk for me. Uh, I was never comfortable. Yep. I missed once or twice, and that was enough. Um, it, it's got to be the perfect situation for me to do that. And I've had him like uh, running on a different angle where it made sense. Yeah. And I've dropped yeah. deer that way. But like straight on full board, whatever, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, swinging, that's not a shot I can, I can, you know. Yeah. You have to be sure that the drive isn't there. You have to be sure that the, a lot of things. You never hunted with a lever action thirty thirty, did you? <laughs> no, I did. Like I, that's how. Not the lever action, but no, I actually, see that's what you need. You can't do that. I stuff guess I actually lever started action. out on a bolt action thirty thirty. You know, which I think is pretty rare. I don't think you can work that as quick. Little J C Higgins. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sears and Roebuck used to sell those J C oh, yeah. Higgins. Um. But anyway, it's old as dirt and inherited. And kids these days, they get these, you know, sweet, like, you know, whatever. ARs. <laughs> 6.5 Creedmoors. And yep. Oh, Hunter's got that synthetic stock. 243. Yeah. No kick at all. Like, when we started, you were 30 caliber, and you just, 12-year-olds had figure to it take out. it. Yep. Figure it out, you know. Yep. Wear a couple extra t-shirts. Choose your and, shot wisely, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had four hoodies on my first year. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, you know, times have changed. Yeah, buddy. Um, now, Buck, did you see anything this week? I nothing in the morning. But the afternoon was the afternoon of juvenile deer. Yeah. I, what right. I recall. Did yeah. you celebrate Passover? Uh, yes and no. I did pass over a deer. Um, it was what I thought was a four point. But oh, okay. once I got. Well, if it ain't legal, then it doesn't count as it, passing. It. it was legal, though. <gasps> well, it, but the hindsight. Reason, he didn't think it was legal. And it. And the way he came out, like where I am in my stand, off to the left, if you're coming out of there, you're coming out, and I better be ready. Because that's how quick it happens from the left side of of where I'm at. Is this where that bear came out on you last year? No. Not that far away? Not that far away. Okay. Yeah, much further down. Like They're coming out of where we call it the bar. Okay. And uh, it's thick. You weren't. You've never been to the bar. That's where I found uh, my shed. It is thick over there, and when where they're coming out is very thick right now. And if I'm not up and ready, let alone looking there, I don't know what's. I heard something coming out of there. I was, but by the time they he came out, I wasn't ready. And then I looked. And it was a four point. Now. I could have jumped down on him like Rambo and had him with a plastic bag or broke his neck if I wanted to. Like Jason Bourne. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But I thought he was a four-point. Right. So he just happens to walk by the the, uh, scrape that is right there by Bucky's place. Yeah. And we have a trail camera there. And it is this little scrawny, scrubby, like six, possibly seven point. Bucky, you passed on the seven point. Yeah, but also, How dare you? Our German shepherds, Ryan, uh-huh. appear bigger than this seven point. Smaller targets are harder to hit. And and so with the with the, with the awkward <laughs> and the very short extra points, I didn't think I had a legal buck. I understand. And it was way undersized. But now that I know that that deer is legal, that deer is dead if it comes up underneath me. Yeah, I can tell from from Jared's face, you you were all right passing on that. I think you did the right thing. There you go. And and, and if you saw what. He's got a crab claw. How could you pass on that? But if you saw what showed up after I freshened that scrape there 20 yards away. That was something I wanted to make sure we touched on. Oh, and and I think in hindsight. that we have two seven points running around this. That's fourteen points. Yes, between the two of them. Between the two of myself. them, one is four on the left, the other is four on the right. 
kissing cousins. And Will and I have <laughs> Irish. I've nicknamed them Lefty and Righty. Which ones? <laughs> Irish. Twins. I don't know. I do not know. And we we have a we have a theory that maybe one of them, You're right? Irish Will? twins. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing in the deer world. Yeah. yeah. Irish <laughs> twins are the same mother nine months apart. Less than like, they look like. Yeah. Bam. 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 <laughs> like so. I'm Will. With you. We think Scottish one of these, twins. one of these two oh. Scottish. Oh. I like that. Well, that makes sense. One of these two might be Scar, though. That's true. To We're bring not. up a name from a Uh-oh. past past seasons, and you talk Will's about double checking his pictures quick. Yeah, we don't know. We think that potentially one of the two. We have to go back and look at where Scar had. No, we don't have to go back. It's not. We're not sure. Like that. Like it. I know where I had. I know everything about that deer. Yeah, I, you should. But is he? A, is he the four on the, the left or the four on the right? So hold on a second. Uh, look, the buck you posted on Instagram. That might be him. You're saying you've got two that size? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Scottish twins. Good news for me is I know where this property is. I know the yeah. And and you know what you know what Where's I was at. <laughs> Uh, the tag is filled. Yeah, <laughs> like relax. I'll show you. Help a buddy out. I'll show you next summer. One state buck. <laughs> but I, buck. My, my hope, my hope is that Will and I. It's also a one buck state. <laughs> one buck state. It's, it's no one forty four. Don't get me. Yeah, wrong. he's no one forty four. No, shoot it. Yeah, but he that? ain't no slouch. I don't know about no. Jared. He's got high standards. Um, we're not. I mean, you shoot a little buck, you get made fun of. You don't shoot it, you it get made fun of. Yeah. You shoot a nice one, you get made fun right. of. Right. Yeah. You know what? That's and, what and it's if all you're about. asking me, That's I've got I've about. got meat in the freezer either way. <laughs> That's right. And that's, that's right. ultimately all I'm care, I care about. Yep. But now that I'm in this Quest Hunt Co thing, I'd rather have that seven. Uh, Ask Dylan if he would pass on that buck right there. <laughs> that's that's dead. It's legal. That's dead. All day long. All done day and long. done. Dead. Yeah, and he, and he will be. He comes underneath my, yeah, my stand again. He will be a dead buck. But I want the other one. Though. I don't want to see another that? picture of him alive. No, what? he won't be. Right. Yeah. Even have Next to ran, picture like of him Rambo. be on their Traeger. On the hoof. Uh-huh. I wish on that the thing would walk by Evan. Yeah, yeah. yeah but unfortunately, we could probably put all of that deer onto the Traeger at one time. That's not That's true. not unfortunate at all. That's like a, yeah. That's, that's like tasty a, right That's there. a pit venison. I like to prolong my taste buds, though, a little you bit just, longer. Yeah, you just lash the hooves together and put an apple in its mouth. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, right. I love it. I about <laughs> choked down that beer, though, too. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of passing. I'm just not. I wouldn't pass. We know. And then the. I had a doe walk uphill, and then I think it was the same one walk back downhill. Mm-hmm. Same size. I mean, Will's Rottweiler, again, is bigger than that, that we, doe. They're small deer. They're, we don't have big deer here. I don't know what you're talking about. But come on. I mean, compared to some other deer I've seen here, that deer was... It's dog size, though. I mean, maybe it's some of them seeker deer bu- coming up from. It's Bucky even saying that. So if got, Bucky's saying that it's a small deer. It's a small deer. Sometimes people, is, you know, get snakeheads come up the Susquehanna. Yeah, we're we get, getting these little seeker deer we're getting with our white deer coming up. Yep, mixing with the white tails, you get these little inbred things. Yep. Not enough mama doe chased off the button box. The next thing you Scottish know. Scottish twins. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Scottish twins. But it was the afternoon of juvenile deer. Just a lot of small deer. But I'm I'm in a good spot. I'm hopeful. We're, we really did some good scouting this yep. year. And I think there's big buck ready to come around. So a little bit of foreshadowing, forecasting, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to be out this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just in the a.m. And then Monday is actually a holiday for the state. So I get the day off. Lucky. Here's the heartbreaking fact that I just came to learn. Sunday is a full moon. So? There's not a whole lot of reason for me to expect the deer are going to be on their feet Monday morning. They're going to be wasted. <laughs> Partying. Partying all night with the full moon. <laughs> 
they'll be out in the morning. They're not changing. It's October thirteenth. Full moon. <laughs> I don't think they're changing their their habits yet. They're not. It's a full the moon old, or not. Full, here's the thing, and I'm not. I'm not saying the rut's going to kick in. I'm not saying this or that or hunting deer by the moon. I'm not prescribing any theories. What I am going to say is, depending upon the sun, or I'm sorry, the moon rise and the moon set, if that full moon is high in the sky overnight, yeah, you might as well sleep in Monday morning. Not well. the The one thing that that, that I think that might offset it, and I'm not a weatherman, uh-huh. but there is a big depression to the east of us that is going to kick a little bit of. St- Stuff, moistures and pressures, yeah, our way that might foul them up a little bit and get maybe. But if they've got that ambient light to move all night long, Monday night, Monday, like an afternoon hunt, Monday might be great. See, that's I Monday morning might be. I agree with you, Ryan, because I was out last night and it was quiet. All night long, all evening. Any long. squirrels? Not even a squirrel was even. Nary a squirrel. Nary a squirrel was a hopping and a bounding. I didn't see the same thing. That what Saturday more Saturday evening before, four days before that, I saw yeah. three deer in the between five and six thirty. Yeah, not nothing last night. And I was like, "Why? What? What's what's changed?" And I'm thinking, "There's more light in the sky at night. They have more opportunity. I might as well wait back now. Let the light drop." Some aurora borealis, you know. And so, I don't know. I I don't think Saturday morning is going to be much better than Monday morning because we are we we're in that phase and. The I only know. hope I, I have is you guys, I'm, I'm going to do something sneaky again. I'm going to refresh, and that's great below my. Yeah, well, give it heck, but I think I've got to do something different. Be moving. I I think it's the pre- I think right now it's pressure. I hope you're like right. That. I think they're going to be. It's going to be fine. You guys are going to tag out. I hope you're absolutely right. I hope, right. So. I, hope <laughs> I drop two in ten minutes. So right, a buck. Look at minutes. you, Robin Hood is. <laughs> Well, if you're right, then you, I'm where right. do you wear your quiver? Is it on your back? <laughs> uh, I'll shiver me quiver. If you I know what? To. Maybe we're going to be okay. Yeah. Right now, the moon rises at five thirty p.m. and it sets at three fifty-five a.m. That keeps moving earlier. That moon's going to actually set probably closer to midnight, somewhere between midnight and two a.m. Going into Monday, I might be all right. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Can't kill him. I knew the couch. it. When do you? Yeah, when you do we? That's the other thing. Exactly that's true. Right. Yeah. When do we spring forward and fall back? It's like November third, I think. Yeah. So we got a little bit. Yeah. Which and the season's the first a little later weekend this year. November first weekend. Actually. Yeah. Mm. Looking morning. forward to it. Bottom line is, just like that comment, can't kill him from the couch. Just get outdoors. Have a good time. Junior pheasant comes in this week, Ooh. which means <laughs> means when we're on the verge of being able to pheasant hunt, double cluck them. Well, I'm gonna need to tag out on a 144 or better before I worry about pheasant. <laughs> Have you pheasant hunted with us at all? I went one time. Did you? Maybe I'll join you guys, but I'd much rather join Jared in the I got my buck Eric, party. One forty four. Mr. Big Shot over here. Yeah. yeah. That's un- it's awesome. working. Yeah, good for you, dude. Now he's all freed up to do whatever. Yeah. He is. Hard he's to beat that. New cameraman. All I year. need you to kill one, then we can get turkey hunting and bear hunting and <laughs> It's easy to say that when you got a 144 <laughs> under your belt. Exactly. You guys got bear? <laughs> Up in our cabin, I do, yeah. Yeah. So, that's one thing I want to kill, PA black bear. Have you never? I've never killed one. Never have I ever. I never, never killed a bear yet either. I've had a couple sits. Uh, I've had a bear, like, lay down in front of me, like, the Friday before. <laughs> that's the way that works. <laughs> Bear comes in, yeah. You well, know, the game commission they got me one year, 
Yeah. It was when they were messing around with the seasons. And it used to just be Monday and Tuesday where they opened Bear. And then they opened it up on a Saturday. And then they started opening up in rifle season up at our camp, in deer season. And one year they took it out of rifle season after they did that. And they, I think they had opened it up on the Saturday. Yeah. And that year, I had a Monday morning, I had a nice black bear run past my stand. And the following year, they opened it back up in deer season. Like the one year they closed, <laughs> yeah. I have a bear run past me. At we have like some over- the way she works. Yeah, we yeah. have some overlapping seasons this year. This, yeah. That's yep. going to be nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's the worst. Like I said, like, like the one time this bear is in archery range, lays down. I call like... So I'm deer hunting. I called my father-in-law on the walkie-talkie, and I'm like, there's no deer that's going to come near me now, right? Yeah. This bear is laying in front of me. Uh, is it okay for me to shoot this bear? <laughs> I was like, what should I do? And, and he's like, yeah, you know, scare it off if you can, you know? And I'm, so I'm like, oh, great. hey, <laughs> hey. You know, I start talking to it. Nothing happens. I kicked a stand. No, like, it just didn't want to It was just... It's pure arrogance yeah. on the on the bear's part, but he was waiting for your picnic basket. <laughs> I know I, it's it's funny how it just weird. Mm-hmm. We all have opportunity, close opportunities, but just yeah, the bears. Uh, I only know a handful of guys that have taken PA bears. You know, it's, it's tough. It's that is a one of the one of the things that kind of uh, everybody wants the triple crown. Yep. You know. Have you ever gotten close to a triple crown there, buddy? Rye. Uh no, only because I wasn't uh, I wasn't ever serious about bear hunting. Or turkeys. No, I've killed buck and turkey and stuff in the same year. Yeah. But just never really got into bear hunting. I know now the camp that I've got up near State College, I've got bear around. Yeah. Um I pretty much just we go up we ends up that we're up at the cabin that weekend that bear opens. Yeah. And I'll get my tag every year and just take the gun out for a walk. Uh, that seems to be when I see the big buck mm-hmm. up there. Exactly. Yeah. Huge, beautiful 10-point came up uh, two or three years ago when there was a lot of a lot of snow up that way. It's probably three years ago. Um, beautiful, beautiful 10-point came up. Probably scored about 144. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Came up. That's a good number. I was just hanging out, so. and I'm I'm shooing him away. <laughs> and I wanted I wanted to actually last him time to a tree. Yeah, just stay here for six Shh. more days. Shh, <laughs> shh. <laughs> but um, no, still haven't killed a, a black bear in PA. <laughs> Seen plenty. He has pushed like a microwave dinner or whatever. <laughs> last year, I almost got ran over by a bear. My son, that's true. My son and I missed it probably by about three, four minutes. And that swampy area I was telling you about, um, we were coming out from that side of the swamp, and the bear was hauling the mail through the other end. And we crossed these tracks. I'm like, I showed my son. I'm like, this is what fresh tracks look like. See how this is this mud's pushed up on top of the snow, didn't even melt through it yet. I'm like this is fresh yeah and um sure enough we got up to the road and the guy was like yeah i just saw a bear come through there did you guys see it and we're like must have just missed it yeah, close kind of glad i didn't because even though we were bear hunting i don't think i was prepared to see one coming at me right that right. quick <sighs> two years ago i was at my camp turkey hunting and i just kind of looked i heard something coming up the mountain and i had heard one goblin down there below before just kind of looked over my right shoulder and i just saw this black i'm like oh there's a bird coming i'm getting my gun and i look back over my right shoulder i'm like it's a bear this thing came up and he <laughs> came right onto my the trailer i was had and i had my camera i'm filming this and he just kept walking at me and walking at me and got to the point where i was like i'm a little concerned yeah. now he was about 10 feet from me Ooh. the whole time had no idea i was there and then kind of looked at me a little bit and i was like do i need to get my gun <laughs> like do i need to be concerned thankfully he kind of turned and took off then but yeah i mean it was a pretty cool experience to have a bear that close 10 feet of you <laughs> no. i mean there's a nice size bear this is probably a, a good 200 pound 225 pound bear and this is springtime i'd have had wow. my gun right at me Give the give the throw the, give camera. the camera up for the gun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pour yeah. Spill the wine. Spill the camera. <laughs> grab the gun. Yep. <laughs> Shoot the bear. Leave the cannoli. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. Anyway, boys. What? 
What? It's time. It's justice? Yeah. I we, think we did this current a little bit of justice. We sure did. We sure did. It is justice time. Before we do the whole um, part where I need Stevie to tell me a little bit of something, I do want to say to Dylan and Jared, thanks Thank for hanging guys. out, guys. Yeah. yeah We're going to have you guys us. back. Um Sooner than later, We're excited. if the listeners are uh, picking up what I'm putting down, a little sonic camp yeah. direction. Pay attention to things oh, coming up. Things are gonna heat up. Yeah. You know it. All right. Good job, boys. Yep. Thanks again, guys. Uh, Stevie, why don't you tell me about this month's other sponsor? This month is also brought to you in part by Miser Creative LLC. Rutten River Pursuits podcast is a production of Miser Creative LLC. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast or if you need help creating video content for social media, look us up. Give Will an email at will at ruttenriverpursuits.com for more information or pricing options. That is good stuff. You know what? Hey, Will. Yeah, buddy. Where can folks find us? Well, if you want, you can check us out on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, and the Twitters at Rutten River Pursuits. You can hit us up on the YouTubes at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Also, head on over to RuttenRiverPursuits.com. And if you are so inclined uh-huh. and you are real savvy about the podcast uh, apps, yeah, you know. We like to check out the Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Heart Heart Radio. Those are the good ones. I Every like Monday it. and Thursday, I heart pods come radios. out. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to check out our buddies over at Hunt Camp. I got a feeling we'll be talking to them soon, like I said. We'll be hearing some more from those guys. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank, thank you. you, guys. See you, boys. Thanks for a good one. So as these little basher groups start to break up, that's where you're seeing a lot of the sign come is, from. Is that the time? Is that what I'm looking for is when you start, you don't see these groups of buck running together anymore. That's when you know the rut is about to, to happen. How, how do no. I know it? And I'm not a biologist, so I'm not going to tell you when the rut will start. <laughs> but I can tell you, most of it's anecdotal, but I've watched a lot of... Uh, Videos, read a lot of articles, stayed and I stayed at Holiday Inn Express last night. That's nice. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> we found the arrow it was clean and we know for sure there wasn't a moodly moodly word moodly word one thing we know for sure guys is it, it was not a moodly word <laughs> I see why this takes an hour and 45 minutes especially later we get I wasn't exaggerating <laughs> I could have jumped down on him like Rambo and had him with a plastic bag or broke his neck if I wanted to. Like Jason Bourne. Dang. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs>